Hello there, and welcome to episode 76. <laughs> Damn it, dude. I looked at the number for the ep- for what you have posted, Dustin. I almost said it, but um, but yeah, 76. I'm not going to say who... Fabian Biscardo. I think you said his name. Nope, not even close. <laughs> Brunstrom. But uh, yeah. Fabian or Fabian Brunstrom. Yep, right. That's, that's who it yeah. is. Yep. He actually played from from damn it, I was gonna make up some bullshit stat. You can't I can't that, that names that name sounds like it should be something that played in like the nineteen thirties. That's what I was thinking. Nineteen yeah. thirties had like fucking fifty Gr- points. Great, yeah, great career. Um fought a bunch, blocked like twenty shots a game. He actually he actually was missing all of his teeth, except one. <laughs> I think we should I'm gonna look this guy up, this Fabian Brunstrom guy. He's anyway, like, like, hold on, hold on, let me see. I, if I don't this know if right. I want to see it because I have I have a pretty good image in my head right now. Yeah, I'm going with like an old timey black and white photo. Yeah, yeah, right maybe now. like short hair and a mustache, smoking a cigarette in the locker well, room. So, yeah, but definitely a handlebar <laughs> mustache. At that. Let's see. So, oh, dude, he's not even in the league anymore. How old is he? Uh, thirty-six. Yeah, but he only played in three years, three seasons. He's trash. Yep, trash. garbage. Which is why, hence why I didn't want to say his name. Anyway. Anyway, yep. the brunch edition. Fucking ruined it. So here we are. Great. <laughs> have we? Have we? Uh, we haven't recorded since uh, there has been a champion, correct? Or am I off? No, no. Tyler and I recorded last week. I think the day of Game Five. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. So no, it was it was before that because we you were saying yep. like should should we just bring out the the brooms? So oh, it was yeah. like right before Game Four. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Never a doubt. So, Eighteen no, mil over the cap. Confident. <laughs> Gotta win it. Oh yeah. So, I mean, no, I mean it, honestly, if they great. didn't win it, it'd be kind of disappointing. Yeah. Well, did That's you guys true. see? Did you guys see the uh, the shirt that Kucherov was wearing on the boat? I didn't, uh, oh, I didn't see him wearing too many shirts, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't so, see with the Bud Light. He he was uh, so he was on a boat with like the Lombardi Trophy and with the Stanley Cup. Why the Lombardi Trophy? I don't know if he was parting with with uh, one of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or whatever. But Probably. He had, a, he had a shirt on that said 18 mil over cap. <laughs> <laughs> Leaning into it hard. I love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, that's pretty funny. Yeah, but, that- dude, that final was so, it, it was a really good game. Anybody who says, like, if you look back at, just the scores. I can understand why some people might say, oh, it's boring. It's boring. Tampa just took it to them. But if you actually sat and watched the games, mm-hmm. I thought that they were I thought that they were pretty back and forth. They didn't get out I mean, of hand they, until the end. So there's a stat. I think it was Tampa Bay. When they scored first, they won in every game. Or something, some bull. I can't remember the stat like that. It was something of, and all I think 16, I know what you're talking about. Like e- even the clinching games, it's even it's even higher. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like if they scored first, they they pretty much were guaranteed to win. Or yeah, some bullshit like that. But they did score first. I know for a fact in every single game in the Habs series. No, yeah, it, so. no, because the Habs got the first goal in Game Four, which mm-hmm. they won. Yeah. Okay, there we go. So that was that, so my stat. I think is correct. Yeah, in I, every game that they've won, they've yep. scored first. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. But well, dude, I will say, I will say when I when I I think when we were breaking down this, and I'm just going to pat myself on the back. You guys, feel free to pat me on the back as well, both of you guys. 
um, even though you guys both agreed with me, but uh, <laughs> I felt, <laughs> but I just said it out loud to so account. Um, <laughs> yeah. I felt like the like Vasilevsky was like having him and them being the first. You know, Price has been able to carry it, but having another goalie that's ah, better than or equal there. to, but he's <laughs> well, yeah. But like, I felt like they just had the entire team, and then finally ran into a team that had a goalie that was just as hot as as what the Habs were dealing with with Price, right? And like you just have yeah. Tampa being super deep, but then also having the best goalie in the league. And I think it's fair to say that, right? Like he, he was the best goalie in the league and best goalie in the playoffs. Oh, um, yeah. Veselovsky. And, and that's just the difference maker right there. And you can only do so much when a guy is going to pitch a shutout potentially every single game. <laughs> Dude, it was every every series. Uh, it was it five or six straight series clinching games where he had a shutout. I know I can't remember if it was five or six. It was either like the current one was five, and that next one was going to be six, or or it, it was like four and five. Either way, that's year. ridiculous stat. Yeah. So it, it was it was just insane, man. Um, well, speaking of that, speaking of congratulations, Pat Maroon back to back to back champions, first time. And salary cap error that's been accomplished. Yeah. So wherever nuts? he's at next year, wherever he's at next year, I put my money on their uh, on their team. So hopefully he goes to the Wings and the Red Wings. We can just start like getting tattoos of Stanley Cup <laughs> chance twenty twenty two. Oh yeah. The whole nine. Oh yeah. Exactly. Never I mean, that, so again, congrats to Tampa for back to back. I posted something about it, mentioning the fact that, like Tyler said, they're eighteen mil over cap space. Would that be like, you know, the haters going to come across saying, oh, that's the case. It yeah. was a shortened season, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it wasn't honestly, a real cup. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, to be fair, though, I wanted the Habs to win, but Lightning came to play, dude. They, they played shutdown hockey. They looked great. They deserved it. Their quality. That same team, will, I guarantee it right now, will not be back next year. Well, and and – all props to Montreal too. They're, I mean, look at how young of, of a core they are. They have a few. Now that team will probably be pretty close to same next year. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, we don't know what's going to happen with, with Corey Perry. He still intends on playing. I don't know where it's going to be. I think well, Montreal would like to have him back, but yeah. I, I'm I talking about like the core group. It should be. Very oh yeah. Similar. Lightning's going to have to get rid of some, a chunk of people are going to have to go. Either I think, think Kutra was going to get an injury again for the whole season and just three-peat. <laughs> right? Come to find out he injured his toe <laughs> yeah. in the playoffs. Yep. And he's like he's like playing in like some underground like KHL league or something like that just to keep his feet moving. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think like at the end of the day, too, just kind of thinking out loud here, is that um, at the end of the season, when you look back at the divisions and the weird setup that uh, that we had due to COVID, in the all Canadian division, I think that they just weren't good enough to play against some of the top teams. Um, and I know they beat some teams coming up through it to, you know, to the finals, mm-hmm. here, but they just didn't have, they didn't have the, uh, the other opponents throughout the season on a regular basis. Like the Canadian division just wasn't that good, which sounds yeah. bad to say, cause there was a Canadian team in the finals, but there was a, there was a clear distinction between the two teams. I'll put it that way. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I, what? Go ahead. Oh no, I I, I was just going to add on to what Connor was saying. I mean, the Habs were not supposed to be there, plain and simple. And um, I I still have to give them credit, but you're right, Connor. I mean, they they didn't play they didn't play anybody of that caliber all season, and I mean, they didn't know what to do. They're four. Uh, 
like Dustin and I were talking about last week, it's not like Montreal didn't play well. They played very well. It's just, you know, when when Tampa's cheating and has 18 mil over the cap, you know, it's just, it's hard to beat. I mean, what it comes down to, they were deep. They had a yeah. deep fucking, they had a deep team. That that helped. Um, one cra- couple crazy stats that came out of like this last season. Um, 12 months of hockey, that's never going to happen again. Oh, yeah. Never. Um, the other thing is the crazy distinction in the um, the different league or the different divisions. Like Connor was mentioning, you know, the Canadian division, that's never going to happen. Um, now even the Pacific division is not going to be the same with Seattle moving in and Arizona moving to the Central. So that's going to be a, a completely different. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I guess on the West, it'll be different. East Coast is not having any issues as far as that goes. Yeah, because um, the East Coast teams will still play West like, you know, twice yep. a year. But is there anything else you guys want to talk about as far as like the the cup or any well, of that? Uh, Alex Kalorn, you know, we we talked we talked about how you know these um, these injuries go undisclosed throughout all playoffs. You know, everyone's kind of so very secretive about it; they don't want shit getting out until after it's all done. What was it? Kalorn broke his broke his uh, leg, had a rod, had surgery to put a rod back in it, and still wanted. He was hopeful that he was going to get back out there for the final. Like yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, th- yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Just <laughs> considering himself day to day when he yeah. like it. Tip, like if that was Kucherov, he would have been out till twenty twenty four. And you know what's you know what's crazy for a player <laughs> for a player like yeah, right for a player like uh, Kaloran. Uh, they, I think Cooper just said like, oh, he won't be available. They, they like healthy scratched him or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. And everyone's like, oh, well, that's kind of weird. Like he's been pretty, he's been pretty good, pretty consistent <laughs> yeah. throughout these playoffs. But, uh, you know, it turns out that he broke his leg and had surgery to put a rod put in it just to get back out there. I mean, dude, hockey players are a different breed. I, I, yeah. I know that we're, we're a little biased, but you show me another sport that's just as bizarre as hockey players are to win that damn cup. I'll tell and you what, it's the complete opposite. Oh, wait, Soccer. can I go on one injury, oh, yeah. one additional injury real quick? I agree. Just yeah, because go ahead. There's, yeah, go ahead, a, there's a ton of them, and I don't, like, we could always go, but I know this one went viral. Do you see the the stuff that came out with Petrie? Yeah. With, like, the why? Blood vessels? Yeah, so he had, yeah, where it was it his thumb. Um, yeah, they, they, popped right. yeah his, so they, they popped his thumb back into place, or maybe it was his index finger. Yeah, it was somewhere. It was on his hand, and it, everybody went uh, saw the viral. I think everybody saw the viral uh, clip of like the picture of his the eye devil being eyes. complete. Yeah, completely bloodshot. Um, and people were like, "How did he get his eyes like that?" From they said it was related to his injury, and nobody kind of put the pieces together because who would have guessed? But I get for people that don't know, he. I, I'm just going to go with thumb, and people can fact check that. But basically, his thumb was out of place. His, the, a doctor had to like put his thumb back into place. And he, due to the pain, his he basically fainted and had his blood vessels pop in his eyes, and that's why it was all red when his the doctor was putting it, Isn't putting that it insane? back into place, and he just fainted. And then he's like, "All right, I'm good to go." <laughs> so anyway, a I just thought that's a little. That was called a day. Yeah, right, right. So I thought that <laughs> one was interesting. I would not have put that together, but Dustin, what were you going to say about the other sport? I was saying the complete opposite sport, soccer. Oh, you can yeah. you can be 15 feet from a player. And- just blow some air. Oh my leg! Ah, ah. Be down for a while. Oh yeah. yeah. Is it? And then, and then, and then, once no one's looking, they get up and run. Like, yeah. Well, so this is going to be completely off topic here, and this isn't about um, isn't about hockey. But speaking of soccer, have you guys watched Ted Lasso at all? 
I know I'm uh, late to I'm late to the game, but oh, a man. lot of people told me to watch it. It's, I need it's Apple hilarious. TV. Yeah, so I need we, it. Well, we we do too. We ended up getting new phones, and it came with our, our the phone package. I think it's a free for a year, and then we'll have to get it after. But we oh, okay. Get it. But anyway, we got that, and so everybody was telling us to watch it. It I highly recommend it. It's one of those. You can rip through it pretty quick. It's hilarious. A little bit different. And season two is coming out, so I wanted to say that. Um, I think it's coming out in July. So worth worth the watch if you get a chance. Oh, never sure. heard of it. No, you I haven't heard of it. I heard it was. I heard that it was going to be hilarious. Yeah, or that it yeah, is hilarious. Excuse me. It, it is hilarious, and I just it, so it's a soccer. It's not really a soccer show. Like it's about a soccer team. But anyway, we don't have to go on that. That's what made me think about it. Is we just started watching it, and it's it lives up to the hype so far. Yes, sir. Well, um, yeah. I, I does anybody have anything else to mention about like the the Stanley Cup final or anything? Because uh, nope, we're we're nine days out from the expansion draft, though. Oh yeah, yeah. That, oh, I, the one thing I thought that it was really cool. Uh, this isn't really about the the finals, but the whole NBCSN or oh, NBC final cutout thing, final cutout, and then going to ESPN. It actually just makes me. I uh, look forward to hockey even more. Like I, of course, I think we all look forward to it, but I'm really interested to see what ESPN does with the packages and the TNT and all of the oh, yeah. new people coming in. And uh, there's been a lot of big names, Gretzky oh, and Chelly. Chelios and, and yeah, all those guys. So that'll be awesome. I thought that was really cool. What, what NBC did though, uh, given the, it was the Doc, know, Emmerich. It, Doc Emmerich. Yeah. He, he gave the, the salute, the one final sign off there, yeah. which was really cool. Yeah, that was cool. Dude, I'm, yeah, I'm ex- one Doc Emmerich. Oh yeah. Yeah. His his voice, dude, calling those finals. Um, I mean, it's it, I looked forward to watching hockey in the spring just to hear his voice. I'm sorry, I, Kenny Albert doesn't do it for me. I can't stand Kenny Albert. I can't do it. I, I agree. I mean, Doc is a, his voice, I could be walking past somewhere and just hear his voice on the TV somewhere and I'd immediately think it was game 7 of the Stanley Cup finals and just be like, yeah. oh, "All right, we're here." Love that was it. like like back in the uh, late nineties when I would hear Gary Thorne or even like mm-hmm. in the early two thousands, I'm like, yep. Playoff hockey's here. Yeah. Or like any important game on ESPN, Gary Thorne would be right. calling it mm-hmm. Gary Thorne and Bill Clement. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So uh, uh, expansion draft boys. Um, I, wh- wh- how do we want to start with this? Like, are we going to talk about um, the like the top players that we think that um, that Seattle is going to be grabbing, or are we going to have it like wings focused? What do we What do we want to do with this one? I think it'd be too hard to talk about the entire league. I just don't know, you know, because I'm maybe like who's I'm happy to do either way, but I don't know yeah. who's protected enough. I don't know like every team situation with with money and contracts and who and it's the expansion draft is so weird. You have to be. I don't know. I feel like you need to know so many of these details. There's all these little things where it's like, oh, that guy's protected. And I'm like, what? why? And then there's like a little yeah. thing in his contract, and I have no idea. So anyway, that's my two cents. So I'm happy to do it either way. I just don't know enough to to be dangerous. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I one mean, thing I can... We... Go ahead, Dustin. I was just going to say, I mean, it's probably simpler just to focus on the wings just because like Connor yeah. mentioned, there's a bunch of different shit that goes into the whole protecting <clears throat> like UFAs, RFAs, those all are different as well. Um, so, yeah. So um, I don't know if, it, so we had kind of talked a little bit about who we were thinking for the protected forwards 
Uh, do we want to kind of run through that again? I, I kind of have like uh, some, some notes that we had written down over some guys that we had discussed. And I think we can kind of add someone in there just because we, we talked about it before this guy was on the team, but um, so we, we talked about uh, obviously Larkin uh, is protected. Robbie Fabry. Um, uh, I guess we could add Verona into the mix too. Um, although yeah. I have seen some articles on him too, but uh, we were thinking also Bertuzzi, it would make sense at least. Um, Rasmussen would now have to be protected. Yep. Yep. Um, Adam Ernie as well. I think so. And Giovanni and, Smith, would have to be protected. that's what I was going to say, man. I, I think for, for a guy, a guy like him. Yeah. You, you got to do that. Um, you think gotta protected? protect him. You, yeah, you so? I mean, if they don't protect him, he's gone. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily gone, but that—that's an option. They—they um, they would let him walk pretty much for nothing. And, 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 I, and I, I think I, I think the back. I think the, hold on. I think that back end could be interchangeable with the Nemestikov or or, or um, Snestikov. Yeah, and that's either that's or where I think it could fit there. Right, no, and that's I, where I think I it's. Think it, I just don't see. They they just feel like I I feel like the team doesn't. They haven't shown me that they love Smith. And that's why I got scared because I'm a, I agree with you guys. I think they they need to protect him and they should protect him. But I feel like what has the team done to show what what like what have the Red Wings done to say oh yep we really like this guy because he's they kind of bring him up and down and put him in the lineup every once in a while. But yeah, I, I could see him not being protected very easily. I, I mean, I can I can see I can see your point there, Connor. But the problem is like I feel like he has a higher upside than you know some of the other players because if they have the shorter contracts, we can always get those players back. Um, like Nemestikov. I think we signed him for like a two year or a yeah. year or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, honestly, unless yeah, say say Seattle picks up Nemestikov and they sign him for four years, sure he's gone. But like, it, I mean, I don't know. I feel like the upside on Smith is a little higher, personally. Just like a bigger net presence. He's a big boy. He's a good for forward. Sure. Um, yeah, and he's played well. I I, yeah. I just yeah, it wasn't. I don't think you guys are wrong by any means. I just I get a little scared that the Red Wings just maybe aren't valuing him as much as. I do or you do. Yeah, no, um, I, I, I would, I, I see what you're saying about that. But when you look at the players that are kind of beneath that, like I would say Svechnikov would be, uh, I, I think that he's, he's gone. Yeah, but I can see I, both I think of them. That right? I would like, value, then... but, but that's, that's kind of where I think that's the last spot in my opinion, where like it's, it's almost like, uh, he would have to choose either Smith or Svechnikov. You think and, so? Why don't, why don't you think and, he'd be both? Well, there the, you can only protect seven forwards. Well, no, you can. Okay, so hold on. Technically, Se- seven forwards, three D, and one goalie, right? Or you don't have uh, to do exactly that, right? Yeah. So clubs have two options: seven forwards, three D, and a goaltender, or eight skaters and a goaltender. Okay. So why, I, like, why would we want to protect Svechnikov? Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't think that's what I'm saying, though, is I don't think that you would protect him over. No, but Con- I think Connor's that saying, though, yeah, Connor's saying, though, like, you know, with, with how the Red Wings have played Smith versus Nechikov, that they, they you, he may see them just pulling some stupid mistake and, and, and keeping him as opposed to Smith. Have they yeah, played Sveshnikov uh, more than Smith? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that I think it could be both. Sorry, like, both of them, Sveshnikov and Smith being unprotected. Very simple. They're, those two being unprotected, both of them. So you wouldn't have to pick one or the other. Yeah, I can oh, see both of them. I, I see what you're saying. I'm yeah. I'm just thinking. So so most teams are protecting seven forwards. That's kind of mm-hmm. what I'm I'm thinking about. So yeah, no, I oh, see what I you're know, saying. 
I went I down. So. I think I it will. Yeah, I don't know. I I I'm different. I just I think that they will protect him. I could see him not being protected. I don't think they're going to protect uh, Sveshnikov. I think like Smith is on the the bubble for me. I don't think I can see it going both ways. But I kind of have my forwards who I think they're going to keep. I think that whole uh, uh, Nemestikov, Sveshnikov, Smith. That's a that'll be interesting to see what they do with those three. Yeah, and so, and I go ahead. I was just going to say I wouldn't be surprised if if Nemestikov was protected over over anybody else as the, as the seventh guy. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess just selfishly, I'd like to see Smith be protected. <laughs> For yeah. sure. So on the back end, I think that's where it comes a little bit more murky. I think there's uh, really only I, two people that are kind of solidified and for defensemen, at least in my book. Chalowski. I mean, Ronick and Chal- Chalowski. Yeah. I was and thinking Stet- Stetcher. Stetcher. I was going to say Stetcher. Stetcher too. Yeah. Stetcher. Stetcher. Three. So that's what yeah. I have for my three. Do you think, yeah, do you think I, Chalowski's a lock though? To be protected, um, I, he's been very he, hot and cold, man. I don't know. Yeah, but I think I think they're looking. F- I think they see the upside on him, or they're hoping to see the upside on him. Um, We'd hope so. Yeah, it's just. I mean, the funny thing is, um, I don't think they're going to protect uh, Lindstrom because technically he would have to be protected, and so he yeah, could he be an option to too. I don't yep. think that they'll protect. But him, I don't but think anybody's going to be going after. I, I don't think that any – he was like a second or third round guy for us, wasn't he? I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah, so I, mean, I, I don't think that he's going to be like targeted by by any means. So maybe we don't have to do that, you know? No. So – but like – so say say that list is what we just said. Um, that leaves open Podic, Nielsen, DeKaiser, and Fulcher. Um, that can actually – that that would be put into the expanded draft essentially or yeah. the players yeah. that the Red Wings have. See you later. I would say see you to all of them. Oh no, hundred no, percent. But I'm saying, do you think? I mean, the the unfortunate part for Seattle is they had to take one of those players. Yeah, that is unfortunate. Yeah, we had to so, take them so, for a so while. Ste- so Stevie, Stevie is like throwing up a middle finger to the new franchise, like "Welcome to the league, fuckers." That's not the problem that we right. had. Yeah, yeah. Here, take take one of these players. See how it is for fucking five yeah. years. Now you guys can be at the bottom of the league for a few years. See how you like it. Um, now I here's the thing. I've seen a lot of like mock expansion drafts. I've seen a lot of people uh, have Grice as the protected goalie. I, I, so, yeah. so Bernie is not signed. So what they would do, the smart thing oh. to do is leave him unsigned. Um, and I mean, Seattle can talk to him, right? But does not necessarily have to mean that they had to sign him. Leave him unsigned and sign him after the expansion drafts. So you don't have to protect him because it's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's a UFA. Or he's yeah, an okay. RFA. He's, I don't know if he's an RFA or UFA, but he's a, he's a free agent regardless. Well, either way, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, from from the list of guys that we just talked about, I really, I don't know. Do do we think there could be any surprises? I mean, no, not really. I don't think I, I don't I don't foresee anything happening that's not. So I think of, the the big the biggest question for us and kind of where you're going, Dustin, I think is like the the there's not many crazy surprises, but I think that the Giovanni Smith is is the question and uh, let me read off my forwards and I want to see who you got. Cause um, do you guys know your forwards of, of who you would have on? Cause I want to see who you would take out to then put Smith in. And I have, I have one, but I just want to see like, maybe this is yeah. what the wings will do if they leave them off. So I have uh, Larkin, Bertuzzi, uh, Vrana, Fabry, Rasmussen, Nemestikov, Ernie. I take out Nemestikov. With Smith. That's the okay. So that's the same conversation we were just having earlier. So I think the Mestikov mm-hmm. is and Smith is the 
the one that I could potentially see switched. Mm-hmm. I think that Nemeskov does bring a, probably a little bit more immediate value, to be honest. Um, for offensive ability, maybe. Yeah. Offensive ability and just from somebody that's been a veteran in the league for a while, been on multiple teams, been been solid as like a top two-ish line player for multiple years. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, and, and even even uh, at a, a trade piece, right? Like the Red Wings aren't going to be winning any awards next next year, so um, you probably would trade. I think teams would probably trade for Nemestikov that are making a playoff run compared to Smith. Yeah, I I I see what you're saying. I just think that the Red Wings need a little bit more grit in the lineup. Now that Witkowski's gone, um, we don't really have anybody. Well, Matha was kind of our. Yeah are sort of tough guy, but was made of glass and paper. So, um, but yeah, Bertuzzi. no, I, I think that, uh, well, Bertuzzi needs to, we, we can't Not have him be the tough guy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. did you hear Bertuzzi? Did you hear Maple Leafs? Like there's a little, like uh, I saw a little, uh, I don't know, trade bait, but click bait would be a better word. Yeah. In, um, in fantasy saying land. That, saying that the Maple Leafs wanted the, wanted fucking Bertuzzi. And I'm like, and Taylor Hall, where the fuck are they getting the money for that? Okay, that's not happening. Bertuzzi, the Bertuzzi is, is moderately realistic, but I'm, I'm curious to think what fucking Eiserman would want back in return. He'd want something decent. He would want a, a he would want a top prospect in the first round. Yep, easily. Yep, because I I saw people saying um, that oh yeah we should get Hyman back. Well, Hyman's a UFA. That wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, I would take a top prospect in the first round for sure. By the yeah. way, Bertuzzi. Throwing, oh yeah, dude, and I love Bertuzzi. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm right. I'm right there with it. Like honestly, I'm sorry, oh, but if, if that's the price uh, and and they agree to it, I'm a hundred percent okay with it. Mm-hmm, yep. Agree. So we're all three in agreements there. So. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because you said that, and I was like, "Am I missing something?" That sounds like a fantastic deal. I would do that every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. But yeah. So honestly, I think Nemesikov's going to be the one that's that's got, that's out of here. Yeah. I see. I see. I, see I think Sveshnikov. Really. Hmm. I think so. So to, to, to put it in perspective, Seattle must choose a minimum of 20 players in their contract from the 2021-22 season. Um, am I going to read the other stuff? Well, Spetsnikov was already on my – he was already on my unprotected player list. So I think the – so it's not really between Nemestikov and, and Spetsnikov. No, no, no. I'm talking about who the Kraken might pick up as far as oh. like – Okay. Because, you know, both those players, like you said, would be unprotected. So they'd have the option to scoop both those guys up. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. They can't sign any. They can interview potential free agents between the 18th and the 21st, but they can't sign any um, pending free agents until after the expansion draft. Hmm. Well, I think, yeah, I think that is another another key piece, though. Is like, what are, what's Seattle going to do? Um, which is where I think the the executives are making their money. Guys like Eiserman and, and other guys that understand oh, like what are they going to actually do? Because if like Nemestikov, if if he's not protected, I bet you like, he would be a player that they would look to pick up over some of the other guys that we could potentially not protect and still retain, just from like where Seattle would want to pick up a player. You know, so you're almost like you're you're gambling a bit on on what Seattle is going to do, obviously, but. If you like some guys, you have to figure out where they fit in Seattle's lineup. So, have have you guys also seen that Verana might be on the like? Uh, people wouldn't be shocked if Eiserman was willing to be taking calls on Verana. Mm. I, I you, mean, I uh, 
If I, I, mean, I think I, I think anybody, take calls on anybody. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think there's yeah. calls can be taken on anybody as far as just giving him up for nothing. I don't I don't foresee that happening. Well, I mean, there, uh, so there there are a few people that I I really just can't see them taking any calls on. Uh it and people can agree or disagree with it. I think Dylan Larkin um Moritz Sider, Lucas Raymond, guys like that. I think that no. Uh, but I mean, shit, Larkin. If they fucking like realistically, say a team came in and's like, hey, I'm gonna offer you a first round draft pick, a fucking prospect, and fucking third round center, or some shit like that. I don't know. It's just that I feel like everybody has a price. Everybody has their price, but at the end of the day, you'd have to. In How your long fr- is this rebuild that, gonna be though? That, that yeah, that's with, the, with that's that the team, biggest question. I mean, you always have to look at what you're going to get back. So you would have to be confident that you could draft a first round with that team's first round pick. And in, in like, they're going to be at the bottom end of that first round because we're going to be trading with a team that's going to be making a playoff run because you're not going to give them to a last place team. And that means that first round pick would have to be better than Larkin. And that's not a gamble that I think, Eisenman, you know, you'd have to get like two first rounds or a first and second and a prospect just to up your chances of getting a player back that's as good as Larkin already is in the league. No, one hundred percent. I'm just I mean. saying, there's mm-hmm. still an op- there's always an option for a player to be traded. Well, shit, yeah. You want to give me like four first rounds and like you know Patty Kane in his prime, then you can have Cider and Larkin and like I don't know. There's a price. There's a price for everything. I just think that you know back to it. I Eiserman's probably picking up the phone saying, "Okay, thanks for calling. See you later." Yeah, and listening <laughs> it out. <laughs> yeah, no, I for sure. Nice that chatting. Happening. Just yeah. cutting across the middle on on the old captain there, um, right. <laughs> yeah. I so I I have a question for you guys. I'm not sure if you saw the rumors about you know, like let's say okay, we we know that Detroit has a lot of money to spend, but realistically, Stevie's not going to spend all you know 48 million or 43 million that we have uh, in the bank right now. So there were uh, rumors that Detroit would be looking to spend some money and be able to lock in a guy like either Seth Jones or Vince Dunn uh, on the back end to kind of give some more depth to the back end. So I wanted to ask you guys, which one would you rather see? Now keep in mind that one's going to come at a higher price being Seth Jones. Um, Seth Jones. I like, I don't think it's hard to cut you off Dustin. I just like, just to answer, I guess. Um, I think you, I think you'd want, Seth Jones because you have the money to spend your back end is horrible and you could get I don't think that Vince Dunn is a guy that you could that is like you can get a lot of them right there's other guys in the league that you could probably find a guy that's very similar to him Um, there's not a ton of them he's a he's a great player still but I I think that Seth Jones is a, a really good player and would he ups your back end by a substantial amount so if you have money to spend and you're a really bad team right now, or really bad in the back end anyway, and a bad team overall, I think now is the time you pick. Okay, are we go, are we starting the actual rebuild now? Like we've taken teams apart, we've taken the team apart. We kind of have a good base, we've drafted well, but when do we start acquiring top talent? And yeah. that's going to be the decision. It's in this kind of the next two years probably are who are they picking up in the off season? Because that'll tell you if this if the rebuild has truly started to be yeah. a building. How up serious team. are we to get to start going after it? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Dustin, do you I mean, kind of agree with, with Connor with, uh, with, with that? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I mean, the only reason why I was thinking maybe Vince Dunn would make some sense is because he's going to come a little bit cheaper and 
I don't know. I, I've only seen a small sample size of him. I haven't really paid a bunch of attention to him. I know that Seth Jones, you know, is more talented. Obviously, he's, you know, paid like it as well and has a higher ceiling. But I don't know. I could see why, in some instances, a guy like Vince Dunn would make some sense for the team. Maybe not. I think, I mean, run, you pick him up. He, he makes the team better. There's no yeah, doubt oh, about oh, it. Yeah. I just say, if, yeah. you know, if you make the, if you have to choose between the two, um, and not only just picking the better player, obviously everybody's going to pick a better player, but breaking down the actual contracts, what we have to spend, who we have as prospects. Uh, think about what Cider brings to the table along with some of our protected guys that aren't, I wouldn't say they're, you know, the best in the league, but they're solid. And then you bring in a guy like Seth Jones. Now you have a true blue uh, top four that can compete in the league and be pretty good, to be honest. Yeah. Now, um, I don't know. Did you guys have anything else to bring up about kind of like trade rumors with, with the wings or anything like that right now? No. I Because I was going to bring up kind of like the, the top prospects for – like who we think that the wings might be selecting at sixth. Um, also, did, I, I did see some, like some, like, again, some clickbait saying like Owen powers may not want to be in the draft this year, may plan of the year, Michigan. Really? Yeah. Just saying that like, he wanted to go like experience like the actual um, college Making life. Money. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I was gonna say oh, can... oh, 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 okay. So yeah, let's talk about yeah. that. Let's talk about that. Great. <laughs> um, so we're going to have on at some point um, a gentleman that actually makes logos for collegiate athletes. But uh, that being said, I did see something the other day that he posted that mentioned um, everyone seen like the barstool athlete. So actually it's actually against NCAA NIL something because they're actually a betting company. So you can't oh. affiliate yourself with betting, alcohol, drugs, or something else, which again, I'm not sure why that matters. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I have to fact check myself, but that's something I saw. So it's going to be interesting to see if that's the case. It's going to be kind of limited to what kind of team or what kind of sponsorships that you can actually obtain. Yeah. Now, uh, Dustin, I wanted to go back a little bit to what you were saying about the Owen Power thing, because you can get drafted, but still opt to play another year in Michigan. Yes. No, I don't think he wants to even be in the draft. But you're going to miss out on your draft year. Your draft. So you just be a free I, agent I, then? I, yeah, I guess. I'm not sure. That's what confused me. So uh, I'm not that's sure. That's a he... head scratcher to me, man. I don't know. So, I haven't heard that so, before. So again, it was. I think it was clickbait. I only saw it. I only saw one article on that, and then every article since then just being, yeah. oh, he'd love to be number one. You know, the Sabers, blah 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 blah. <laughs> so I'm not sure if it was the person who wrote it just didn't understand. Like, hey, he wants to play college hockey even after he gets drafted, and not you know not make the move to professional, or uh, if it was just some clickbait. Because um, again, I haven't seen that since then. There's just an interesting article that I read. Hmm. Yeah, I that's gotcha. weird. I haven't seen that either. I'll have to look for it, but um, hopefully, yeah. I mean, hopefully he's in the draft. You want guys like that in the draft and uh, so, be top in the draft. And then, yeah, he can go back to play. It, it, you kind of are listening to the team who drafted you at that point. You kind of, you lose your rights for the most part, but you can have a conversation to say, Hey, I want to go back to school and they could, they could give you that chance to be like, yeah, okay, that that works for us. Or yeah. they could say, no, we want you in our organization. You're going to play in the A and then we're going to play. Your future is pretty much being planned at that point. You know? yeah, yeah. You don't have to do anything. Right. So I was listening to an NHL talk show the other morning and they were talking about the draft and uh, it's kind of interesting to hear. They don't feel like there's any generational players in, in this draft. 
Yeah, I've heard that a few times. I, I just I'm so bad at picking out draft prospects and who's. I mean, I knew McDavid. You heard, even the other guys that uh, over the past couple of years, I didn't feel like there was any crazy, crazy standouts. But I'm so bad at that. Even watching prospects, I'm like, they're all good. <laughs> like, what I'm watching a guy score 150 points in the OHL. Like, if, like he's nasty. I don't know yeah. how he's going to be in the NHL, but so uh, and who knows? Well, and and so. Dustin, I, I think we, you and I have talked about it before where like the, the way that the media plays a role in how hyped up these first and second overall picks are uh, like, okay, so, I'm not, I'm not going to say Darlene is, is a bust or anything, but he hasn't really shown himself yet. It's been a couple of years. I get that. Let him, let him get into a groove, but Darlene hasn't shown me anything that he's, he's like this generational defenseman, um, you know, like a, a new aged Bobby Orr that they were promising. Um, and I don't know, I, like you said, Connor, I feel like with, with McDavid, everyone kind of knew, you know, we, we got exactly what we were advertised, but um, I haven't so, had that feeling since. Tyler, on that, that's interesting you say that. Cause if you notice the draft every year, the first, like if it's saying there's a good, like two or three players yeah. that are super hyped up, somehow they have their names on the back of the jerseys once they get them from their, from their teams. Um, after that, though, they don't. Yeah. They're all blank. They're all blank. Even at yeah. the end of the I first, how many of do they do of that? Like the first teams? three is it only like top three. Hmm. I yeah, noticed like that last three. year. Yeah, yeah, I noticed it last year and the year before that that they have their names on it. And it's just like, okay, so it's like, like I guess, like I guess they everyone knows it's planned out. But it's like, holy shit! It's like, is that planned out? We have enough time to stitch their fucking name on the back of a jersey. Yeah, well, I, that just goes to show that they probably, you know, they they were probably ready for any situation. Like, let's say if if you're at number three, yeah, three jerseys. Then, yeah, you, you, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, at that point, they they got money to spend to do it, so it doesn't really matter. But, um, I I was curious to to find out from you guys. Well, I mean, this is so hard to pick Iserman's brain, but where do what do you think that he's going to do with uh, number six overall? Do you think he's going to go for a guy at the back end? Do we think that he's going to go for a I'd forward? Prefer, or... I prefer a defenseman. Okay, so uh, I also was going to say that. Um, do you think that? this might be a good draft to actually maybe go with a goalie. And I know I've said it in the past. I I know I've said it in the past that maybe, you know, taking a goalie in the first round, I I don't agree that it's, it's always a gamble. I don't think that it's the right thing to do, but this guy, Jesper Wallstedt, I don't know if you guys have have done any research on him, but this guy's a big guy and I'm not saying he's going to step into the league right away. Wouldn't expect that, but, um, this guy's good. And I wouldn't be shot. We have nobody in our system. We, we, it would make sense if we got, uh, if we got a guy like him, but at the same time, I don't know if he's looking for a goalie that high in the draft. So, Like Connor's told me 15 fucking times. I was going to say, uh, I can, I can just play the loop you, of you, my, you, 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 can, you can literally pick up a fucking goalie when you're ready. So I've heard I, that yeah. numerous times from Connor. So I'm going to say No. Um, I hope I'm not saying I'm right there. By the way, I, I'm not saying that. Like that's just my thinking of what I would probably do if I was a team that needed to still acquire top talent and start like your your rebuild and really start building well, I mean, up. We need, we definitely need blue line. We definitely need forwards. Um, 
So I, I think, like to Connor's to Connor's point, I think we can wait on a goalie. I don't think we're there where we need to even try to look at fucking starting yeah. prospect goalie. No, and and don't get me wrong, I'm I'm just asking questions. I'm not saying that that's exactly what we should do. I'm just saying yes, you I did, wouldn't Tyler. be. You fucking said exactly that. What <laughs> Son of a bitch! I'm just, no, I'm no, just... I I no, I was just saying I wouldn't be shocked. Maybe not in the first round, but in the second, I could see us going for going for a goalie because that guy I could, yeah i mean you still need to build your your uh um your prospects so i mean i could see I, don't get me wrong I, I i could see it and i could especially see it in the second and third round to have a guy um not a know, sixth pick though i yeah i just couldn't see unless you have who's been the last one was it flurry was the last goalie picked first overall or that is correct or, i'm saying that's first overall but I, like top five I cam guess. york oh uh cam he was york. picked up it's yeah, it plays for hold on. Let's see here. Cam York. He was first overall? Fourteenth uh, overall. Oh, Spencer Knight was, was before that. Wait, not last Cam year. York. I thought he was a goalie. Who the fuck is that goalie that was picked up? Uh he played for the US development team. Yeah, Spencer Knight. Oh, Spencer Knight, thank you. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you. Thank yeah, he he what? uh he he got picked up by Florida. I think it was like tenth overall or something like go. that. I, I knew we had a goalie reason to get picked up pretty early on in the first round. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I if if the Red Wings don't choose this Jesper Wallstack guy, I could see somebody choosing him w- within the top ten. I mean this this guy. I I've been reading his bios and everything, and I know that that stuff that um info can definitely be you know inflated and whatnot, but. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh, maybe I'm one of those guys where I believe everything I read. Who knows? They're going to they're going for Seattle or Seattle fucking Sweden Edmondson defenseman. Really? That's your or, or like William that, that, Eklund. That. He's six foot five, big boy. I, I just want to see. His, I, I, again, I want to see us build that blue line. I think that's I think that's huge for us. We have a big old fucking hole there. Uh, so once we start building that, I think we'll have a little bit better hockey. Until then, though, I think it's just going to be Swiss cheese like it's been. I've I've looked up like four or five mock drafts, and I see a lot of people picking uh, this Mason McTavish guy. He's a Savish. Mason McTavish. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just with the last name. Don't don't trust him. Uh, He's a center in the OHL, and um, and I I don't know. He's six one two zero seven. Um, let's see, 11 points in 13 games with the EHC Olten in the Swiss league. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. So real quick, can we just mention that Buffalo does not need a first round? They're going to ruin whoever goes there. Yeah. Eichel's gone. Middle stats gone. They're going to have to rebuild all over again, dude. It's just, they don't even need that. So honestly, I don't know if I said this, but I'm going to say it again. I feel like Seattle should have the first round pick. First overall, first round pick in the expansion year, they should automatically get it. No, like, yeah, I that I disagree, dude. I I think that's I think that's fair because start off with one generational player or supposedly one quality player, and then that that that's your get, that's your they, one and done. I mean, they they're they're picking from everybody else's like leftovers. I mean, look what happened to Vegas. That that wasn't supposed to happen. That's not supposed I to happen. It, that's what I'm saying. That's not supposed to happen. But it it's did. usually a shit team. Yeah, but we'll see. So do you think it's going to happen again? That's what I was going to ask you because there's the bets. The futures are already open. 
for next year. And so I was like, should I? Well, Seattle actually has better odds than Detroit, by the way. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Um, <laughs> yeah, Detroit has like what uh, is like 20,000 or something like yep, that. Plus 20, yeah. I was like, shit, I'll put five bucks on them. <laughs> oh, why not? Um, see the 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 reason I say that that I wouldn't be surprised if they were good, Dustin, is this whole league is a parody league. Look at Montreal was in the final. If if this was a quote unquote normal season, they wouldn't have made playoffs. So I think anything could happen. I'm not going to be like a you know a hopium guy and say that Detroit is is you know any team like that can make it to the the cup final. But you know these some of these fringe teams can ap- can definitely do it. I don't think that this. Seattle Kraken team is going to be, you know, necessarily like a, a a Vegas story. But I think that if they, I guess I'll have to see the roster first and then I can decide from there whether or not they're going to be a, a fringe team or whether they're going to be dog So I'm shit. curious, I'm curious to see once the roster comes out if the odds are going to change like one way or the other. Oh, I'm sure they or, will. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. I'm, I'm not if I should get in now and then get in Might later. as well. Right. Yeah, now and later, head your bet. Yeah, yeah. Disgusting candy, by the way. <laughs> I hate now and later's. Anyway, that's just where my ADHD mind goes. Um, oh my god! <laughs> is there any um, any other news or any other topics that you wanted you guys wanted to discuss? No, I, not really. I've been golfing a bunch. Other than that, nothing. I, oh I'm, yeah, I'm Connor, talk about your 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 big. Uh, Nah. Personal record. Yeah, well, I since you guys brought it up. Connor's um, <laughs> going to be leaving us and, and going to pro golf now, just saying. Jumping on the tour. No, I uh, – yeah, for the people that don't care because nobody cares about what anybody else is, shoots in golf, but I'll still say it. Um, so I, my best, I shot a 37 today. Uh, and uh, I, it's kind of tough because, yeah, obviously a, a round of applause is, is necessary. It's kind of for a golf clap. Um, I would have liked to play 18. That would have been great, but it just wasn't happening. Uh, either You'd way, you're just falling know, apart in the in the back nine. <laughs> yeah, right. You shot knows? A what, I, what I told you guys after, I could go out there and the next nine I could shoot a 55, and <laughs> then it's like, oh, what the no. hell just happened? So no, maybe not a 55, but you know, like you could have you could go out there and shoot a 46. You're you're and, a low 40s guy normally if you go nine, right? Right. Yeah, like uh, 40. Two, I think, is the sweet spot there. So, like playing yeah. today, it was just a lot of the putts that normally don't drop for me, and then you tap in for that extra stroke. I, those were just dropping, and so it. Everybody has those rounds, and this one was mine. So I was happy. I played on there. Saturday, and I was I was eighteen strokes over. Uh, ninety-two. In, in for, were you playing eighteen? Yeah, ninety-two on eighteen. Oh, that's. that's I mean, that's not bad. No, that's not bad at all. Was it good? Well, think about it Nobody's though. You, first of all, Dustin, this is your first year actually golfing, right? No, no, no. I've golfed before. This is my first year like back golfing in some time. Oh, I thought that this was your first year like actually golfing. I thought you kind of like went out before and like screwed around, but now this year you wanted to take it more seriously. Well, I mean, yeah, I'd say I've taken it more seriously. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm golfing three times this week. Yeah. So if if you if you're going and see the thing is. <laughs> If you're if you're breaking a hundred and you're you don't like, it, it, let's say this is like your second year seriously golfing or even your first, that's pretty damn good. So, if if you're in the low nineties, that's that's pretty yep. good. 
good starting yeah, point. For I, sure. I just need to get better at my putting. That's what kills me. Oh yeah. yeah. So I ended up, so my putting has been horrible and I don't even know if I told you guys this, maybe I did, but I, I made the switch. So I, I hit everything right-handed, but I putt left-handed, that's, which that's might seem weird, but or not anymore. Yeah, and it helps. Back. Oh really? It, it helps so much. It was crazy. So they, I, I couldn't even putt right-handed. And um, so I don't know if your putting is that bad, maybe it's worth looking at. Putting Interesting. But are, are, you, are you guys blades or mallets? Mallet. Blade. Okay. Yeah, I'm a blade guy. I used to use a mallet and I had no control with it. And now I'm a blade guy and I'm I'm like, well, I was going to say that I'm money with my putter, but last week I wasn't. So, <laughs> well, I ended up, I, before I was going to spend any money on a putter, I went to Dunham's and, and bought a putter for like $15 left-handed. Cause I was like, well, I, I know I put left-handed, but it's mainly when I go when I was really young, and then recently, in the past couple of years, I, if I'm playing with somebody left-handed, I'll, I'll putt every once in a while. So I was like, well, I'm not going to do that unless I play multiple rounds with a left-handed putter to make sure that that's really what I want to do. So I need to go actually get a, a left-handed putter now, knowing that that's, that's what I want to do. Yeah, so this one was Dude, like Mike, literally $15. Uh, talk, talk to talk to my brother. He he does this like uh, freelance um, like sales stuff for, for golf on the side. Um, it, it's, it's like a new app that you can kind of, I, I don't know how it works. I, I don't right, know I'll how I was going to explain it, but yeah, he, he'll help you out with finding. <laughs> I don't know butter. how I was going to explain it. I was just going to go somewhere with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, he'll explain it to you. How about that? Yeah. There you go. There there you go. go. That, I like it. All right, all right. So boys, we need to schedule time to all three of us go out, but you know, Tyler's going to be on baby duty soon. So. Oh yeah. Any time now. It, it dude, it could be tonight. This could might be, be the last beer I'm having. Seven Eleven, what a date! Well, it wouldn't be right? tonight. It, it would be because realistically, if, if she's having contractions now, look at me you getting all that. scientific with everything. No, I don't. But I'm just saying, you know, with her being a PA now, I'm I'm essentially a PA. We were talking. I thought we were talking I'm about essentially that. a PA. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually I'm I'm Tyler, not Jesus Christ, but um, uh, uh, uh. an assistant PA. So. If you spell all those words out, it even makes less sense. Yep. I, I actually I actually have it on my business cards. It says Tyler Vorsher's uh, comma Not Jesus assistant Christ. PA. Yeah. <laughs> I have a picture of myself so people don't don't mistake me for him. Yeah. Well, what's oh, the A stand for in PA again? Assistant. Assistant physician's assistant. There you go. Assistant, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, so I, I don't I don't have anything else, boys, uh, except ten days from today the expansion draft happens. So we might delay the episode until after that happens. I think that's probably the play. Yeah, just so we can I'm, have a little bit more news to talk about. Absolutely, I'm good with that. I'm good with cool. that. And I'll, I'll uh, I have my list of the, I already read off the list here, so we'll see see if I'm right. I'm right, you're probably protected. not. And I already know. I'm like I said, <laughs> it's it's an ink. It's an ink. I've already started the tattoo on my back, and that's the those are the players. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Love it. All right, boys. Let's get the puck out of here, and uh, we'll talk to you in about ten days. Sounds right. good. See ya. See ya. See ya.